What's up, guys? Josh here from the Rising Action Podcast. In today's episode, Grayson and I give our reviews of the recent Netflix movie Extraction. We talk about some of our favorite action films, as well as get into a great discussion about the changes the action genre has undergone. Towards the end of the episode, we list some of our favorite action movies, so stay tuned for that. And now, I'm going to shut up and get into it with Grayson. We must be prepared to make heroic sacrifices for the cause of peace that we make ungrudgingly for the cause of war. There is no task that is more important or closer to my heart. Albert Einstein. Welcome back to the Rising Action Podcast. We have a title now, Josh. <laughs> we have made it. We are official. We're on all the podcast websites. Uh, we Surprisingly just got- quickly. Yeah, for real. We just got the email that we're on Apple Podcasts, so you can find us on Spotify, Apple, uh, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, all the places now. We are um, hitting the ground running. Yeah. Uh, for people who may not know, I do another podcast, and when we started, um, it's Comic Blast. Um, go check it out, too. It's pretty sweet. Comic Blast um, underscore on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you remembered it. Um but yeah, that one took forever for us to get on iTunes. But this one was like it was a week, and I was like, it was a week, and I had sweet. I had no sweet. I had no concept. I did not know that it was going to be forever, and that Apple was going to be finicky. And of course, Apple is because it's Apple. But yeah, yeah, it, everything it for quick. them is beta. Their statistics are in beta, so whatever. But if you're listening yeah. on Apple, we appreciate you. Um, so. Today. Yeah, I guess I should start off by introducing ourselves. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to get into the group because I'm like, normally I have like a set routine. Um, so, what's up? I'm Grayson. You can find me on social media, on Twitter and Instagram. I don't have a Facebook because um, Facebook is for old people. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and that is at Schradster8. Uh, it's kind of hard to spell, but I'm sure it'll be some sort of link uh, in there. Or... You can just go follow Josh. Josh, what's your social medias? Because I forget. I am uh, at Josh Johnson ninety eight on Instagram and Josh J underscore ninety eight on. By the way, Twitter. you're um, you're private on Instagram. Um, I think I am. I which makes it difficult. Yeah, which makes it a little difficult to share stuff. So you may want to may want to get on that. Might need to step on that. Yeah. Um, so we have a pretty pretty sweet show today. First of all, thank you if you've come back from the first episode. I we uh, we greatly thank you appreciate very you. Much. Yeah, because this is I mean this is obviously in very much in the beginning uh, of its run, its cycle. Um, but we're pretty we've got like definitely goals and ambitions and just like where the direction we want to take uh, with each episode and I think it's it's definitely a broad enough spectrum that's why we we called it rising action is it's very much about um just great stories and um in any medium and so and you and I are constantly consuming different stories whether that be uh books movies tv video game comic books graphic novels yeah so we will the whole over the course yards. over the course of the show we will get into Almost probably every form of storytelling that we can find. Oh, yeah. Um, But for today, we are going to hop into action movies. It's an action movies episode. Yeah. And we're just We're a sucker for action movies. We are a sucker for action movies. So we're going to hop right into it. 
there's a movie that came out on Netflix, and you and I both were very excited about yeah. it. In fact, I remember we talked about it me, a little bit on the last episode. Actually, we did. We yeah, we yeah. mentioned it a couple of times, and um, I remember you sent me the trailer for this movie. <clears throat> yeah, and I'm pretty sure your message to me was something to the effect of "Holy crap, Thor is kicking people's butts." This yeah. movie looks awesome. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I watched the trailer, and I was like, "Oh, wow, okay, this is." <laughs> This is going to be really good, and yeah. I think we got an action movie in Extraction now on Netflix that is, it's in line with the tone we're seeing action movies go. Right, yeah, yeah. But it, it, it's still offered a little bit different. Tell me, just, you know, tell all the people what you thought about that movie. Um, so, I loved Extraction, and I know there's actually some kind of debate going on right now on whether it's like actually one of the like the next new great action movies um but i thought it was fantastic and um i'm really becoming a fan of these these uh second stunt directors and and choreographers and um stuntmen in general uh, getting their reins on the directing position because they really understand it and grasp it and taking that to a whole new level um i mean i think that this one um, I mean, I think it, it excels in pretty much every action scene, but the the one that they're always talking about is that like twelve, ten to twelve minute um, yeah. one shot action scene. Yeah. Um, where like the director like strapped himself to the hood of a car and with like bungee cords and is like st- like he had to like work out and like stabilize his core and, and get his legs strong enough that way he could like maintain. Um, which is actually funny because like. Since I like we both exercise, maybe me more than you. I'm not really sure. Uh, at least currently, at least during quarantine, I've kind of just been yeah. like, you know what? Yeah, I'm just gonna worry about it afterwards. But it, I mean, I think we can both agree that it like really helps with your uh, with your camera skills, being able to get really low down or like actually be very stable. Yeah, um, it requires a certain caliber of strength. But you know, I digress. Um, yeah, I I loved it. It felt like. I think a lot of people are comparing it to John Wick, and I think that is a worthy comparison, at least in its, um, I guess, in its choreography of action. Not not necessarily the way it's shot or the way even Tyler Rake um, fights his enemies. I think, I mean, okay, so first of all, you got to compare, right? There's... You've got John Wick, who is Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves is a pretty average guy. He's not super yeah. muscular or anything. Like it's not like he just had this extreme body transformation for John Wick. Like you can see, he's just a pretty average-looking dude. But he's really good at with guns, obviously, and that's kind of his thing. Is it's basing the action around the weapons, mm-hmm. whereas I feel like this movie bases its action around Chris Chris Hemsworth's massive body. Yes, one hundred percent. Yes. Uh, so it's like you got John more... Wick, who is like you know. For John Wick fans, he is like, he is the pencil, um, a very lethal pencil, and Chris Hemsworth is the hammer. Where it's like, yes. what, what? Also, Thor reference. Uh, <laughs> where it's yeah. like, I mean, it's like you put them, and they're both both action scenes are in each franchise. There's only one extraction movie. Apparently confirmed today that there's a second is on the way. Really? Um, yeah, yeah. I think it okay. was confirmed by so that, one of the that Russos. little that little spoiler maybe at the end turns out that yeah. was what we thought it was. Yeah, they said some quote that it was like, yeah, we leave like something hanging at the end that like it sets up blah blah blah. And I was like, okay, I guess that's all right. Well, they're just gonna it, go then. with it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, 
But yeah, I yeah, know I, you. How many times you've watched it? Three times or two times? Twice. I've watched it twice. Okay. Yeah, I only so, watched it once, but I've but like I still have it very vividly memorized in my head. Yeah, the first time I watched it, I was. I mean, granted, it was like two in the morning. Um, I think it had just come out, and I was like, you know, what the heck? I'm just gonna watch it. And I had just yeah. watched another movie beforehand. Probably yeah. not the ideal situation to be watching a movie. So when I watched it the second time, um, I think I was a little bit more just kind of like receptive to what the movie mm-hmm. was. And the movie definitely has limitations. Yeah. Um, and I don't want people to think that by listening to this, we just think it's the greatest thing ever because it is no. definitely not John Wick. Don't come out of it yeah. thinking it is John Wick 2.0. It's not. But I think it's really good at being what it wants to be. Um, yes. I think this movie knew from the get-go, this is not going to be a crazy story. Um, this is not going to have like crazy world building or anything. It's going to give you a pretty good uh, lead character. And I think Chris Hemsworth mm-hmm. absolutely kills it. Yeah. Um, the other character is honestly gonna... really underrated, honestly. He is. Like, I think, yeah. I think uh, just to mention on the story a little bit, like I actually really enjoyed the plot because it doesn't, it's not like incredibly in depth, but it's, pretty simple for what it is and they definitely delve into the the primary characters um pretty well yeah. um and so i definitely felt emotionally attached to two of the characters did it make me cry no but like still i was i was impressed with the plot that it had and i think it's very similar to john wick in that regards where it's like john wick also knew what it was and it's like john wick the first one we're going to compare extraction to the first one um because i think that's yeah. probably the most that's worthy the best one. yeah, yeah the, the well, you think the first John Wick's the best John Wick movie? No, I mean, it, that's the best comparison. comparison. It's most worthy. Right, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so it's like John Wick 1 obviously has a very simple plot, you know, but also a little bit of emotional undertone, and, but it, they're kind of comparable in that regards. Um, yeah, both, to both heroes that are kind of tragic, I guess, um, and like the best at what they do and all of this stuff, but, you know, yeah. they kind of have a a softer side underneath them, I guess. Um, I totally saw yeah. a lot of correlations in the main characters. Um, they have like very similar flashbacks. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember even thinking the flashbacks were like the exact same thing and they're different. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. I can see what you're saying now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I almost felt like, Oh wow. This, this is the second time watching it through. I was like, wow. This, I mean like he is John wick, just Thor. Yeah. Um, and, you know, another thing that they did with the characters was they did not have, and I love this, they did not have, like, perfect heroes. They mm. had heroes with flaws. Um, and I think in that respect, that makes, it it inherently raises the stakes mm-hmm. for what's going to happen, but it also uh, creates an environment where the hero is somebody I can actually pull for. Yeah. You know, it's not like Arnold in Predator where he's just like, if he dies, he dies and just you yeah. know, kills people, you know, like it wasn't that. Um, and I think that is a symptom of the way that like action movies are going. Um, and we'll get into mm-hmm. that a little bit later, but as far as the action scenes, strictly speaking, like we, you know, they're, they're a little bit more hand to hand combat focused than right. John Wick movies. And we say John Wick because I think it's just, you watch it and it just feels John Wick-esque. It's kind of like that same sort of just like really gritty action. Yeah. Um, and I think it's a new kind of thing, and I could be wrong, mm-hmm. but it really feels like 
the raid was kind of like that in that was kind of the genesis of like that entire period because that was very much a movie where it was like this is a guy people who know action movies this is essentially a movie made by stunt guys yes um there was also like it, it was actually a lot of japan or not japanese but asian movies in general because i don't think the raid is japanese i think it's korean it's korean uh, yeah yeah i think um it, we could be wrong, and I'm sure someone will be like, ah, this, The Rage is the best movie ever, or whatever. Maybe not, because <laughs> right. probably only like six people are going to listen to this, but hopefully we'll get those numbers up. Yeah. Um, but there was another thing where there was um, the original, is the movie called Old Boy, I believe? Yes. Yes. That was oh, another one. yes. Mm-hmm. Where it's like very fluid, uh, that one shot. And they, they tried to recreate it because they did a, a remake of that, an American remake of that movie with Josh Brolin. And mm-hmm. it kind of... People said it paled in comparison. Um, I've I've never seen either, but I have seen the scenes that have been compared. Um, I've seen the original, and it is. I have not seen yeah. the Josh Brolin remake, and but I the, the original is probably better. And another thing, actually, that I think has really inspired this whole genre of action, and it's uh, two series that we're very big fans of, especially me, is Daredevil and Punisher. Yes. Yeah, those are like it, it's become this thing of like. Really fast and frank, frantic uh, fist fights, mm-hmm. um, and when guns are involved, especially in like the John Wick and Extraction case, they try to incorporate that in the hand to hand, which makes it really cool and stylized. Especially with yeah. John Wick, where he's going like bam, bam, and then yeah, um, like chest like face, a, chest face, stuff. Yeah, like exactly. That, yeah. Like he makes it. He's like stun, kill, stun, kill. Um, yeah. And like I think in Extraction, you see some similar things, especially in kind of that one-shot sequence where they're outside of the cars. He's like he's got that Glock, and he's just kind of like using it as like a melee weapon. Yeah. Um, so and that's become popular now. Perhaps my favorite aspect of this movie, and this is coming from somebody with a little bit of a filmmaking background. So like I yeah. see this, and I'm like, whoa! Mm-hmm. It's the long takes and the extended takes in their action sequences. It's not, and I, I hate to say this just because it's a meme, but it's not Jason Bourne where it's like a hundred cuts in 30 seconds. Yeah. Like we have longer shots where we allow this like impressive stunt choreo to like actually do its job. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and that is a symptom of the fact that extraction was directed by essentially a second unit director. Um, but, I think it allows for the fight scenes to be just more I, – I, it's, for lack of a better word, just better. Like, you yeah. feel like you're there, and you feel the hits more. Um, some of my oh, yeah. favorite action scenes, like in John Wick 2, the antique knife fight scene, it's, like, very few cuts. You mean John and, Wick 3? Yeah, sorry, John Wick 3. My yeah, bad. yeah. Yeah, John no, Wick 3, that, <laughs> that knife fight scene, it's, like, very few cuts, and it's just, Ooh, like – yeah insane how good that scene is and extraction had some very similar vibes um you mentioned the 10 to 12 minute long take where there's probably what like two or three fights within that long take um and it's just like this is really incredible and you know they stitched it together but still it's the attempt to show the choreography to really show off what makes this movie special and i for one really really appreciated that yeah, I think you appreciate it a lot more, especially because since we kind of have done some action, you you especially, um, we only did about one short film that was kind of heavily action based, and it wasn't really fist fights or anything. It was more so gunplay. Right. Um, but 
Um, there was one that, that I definitely, I saw you do and it, um, it's kind of, it's physically exhausting. And I think because we, we see that, like we appreciate that we know how it is, we yeah. can appreciate it even more. Um, I think it's also one of the reasons why we loved 1917 so much, which isn't yes. inherently, I mean, yeah, I guess it is an action movie. Um, it's like an action drama. Yeah, it's not, it's like, you know, 1917 is very different from Extraction where it's like, well, first of all, the night, the gimmick for 1917, I hate to say gimmick because it makes it seem like a bad thing. It's not at all. It's incredible. Um, but they clearly stitch it together. Um, right. And that's like that it's all in one shot. Whereas Extraction is like, all right, well, here's this brief section where we stitch it together and it's one shot. But yeah. like you can, the takes are still very long and it's like, it takes a lot of memorization. Um, a random side note, I would love in a future future Star Wars project if they did a one-take lightsaber fight. That would be incredible. That would be insane. Okay, dream scenario. It. Dream scenario. Darth Maul. Okay. Ahsoka. Two okay. lightsaber Ahsoka. Yeah. Long take. Real people. Star Wars fight. I would love that. That'd be incredible. I, I know. I know. We got it a little bit in Clone Wars, but it's still. It, yeah. it was not the same. I would say there. There's one, um, and it's pretty good because it was motion captured, so it's kind of close to it. But there's these Old Republic CG trailers, um, and actually mm. the the most recent one with this specific fight um, actually is come. It came out around the time I think it was 2015 when these you know these one take fights are starting to get popular, um, and it was. It's this lightsaber fight, like, out in the rain. Um, mm. And this woman, like, uses, like, martial arts stuff and just kicks the crap out of these, like, these Jedi guard guys. And it looks wonderful. I'm like, oh, man, if they could pull that off in a live-action movie, it would blow people's minds. Um, I think that we should, do, we should, like, address, I don't know if this is kind of on your notes or whatnot, but, like, because of the whole, I think we've, we've been talking a lot about the whole one-shot thing, do you think mm-hmm. it's going to be a thing where it gets old? Like we're gonna be, get sick of it, or is it a thing where they're gonna keep on upping and upping the bar? Yeah, I, my gut tells me, um, so the one shot thing is kind of getting overdone in small quantities, right? But as far as like, like a nineteen seventeen that has the whole movie appearing as one shot, there's probably only like two good examples of a movie doing that. And I think that will be explored more. Um, and that's like a real filmmaking challenge where I think directors oh, yeah. will approach it and say, how do I make this work? And it mm-hmm. has to be the right story for it to work. But it's how do I make this work? Um, I think long takes are kind of a staple of movies in general. Yeah. At least movies that want to kind of like wow you visually. And, you know, some movies are not going to fit that mold. But it's almost, it's honestly, it's kind of a flex. Like A little bit, yeah. I, I think bit. of, this isn't even an action movie. Um, I love this discussion. Um, is, I, did you ever watch Marriage Story? Oh, yeah. Okay. I love that movie. <laughs> the, 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 you know, the part, and I thought it was great too. Um, not an action movie by any stretch of the means. It's a complete drama. Um, but there is a part in the middle where it's Adam Driver and Scarlett Johansson in this argument, and it's like, yeah. And I'm pretty sure that entire thing was one take, um, or at least it was pretty close it to was it. They close. said, yeah, it was close. Yeah, they said they had to, like, and they had to get their lines like spot on. Yeah. Um, and it becomes this thing of like, okay, wow. So you you know, like, 
you're stretching the limitations of your actors um, and you're putting them to good work because you understand their talent. Um, and so in Extraction's case, you have Chris Hemsworth, who is a slowly becoming an action movie, like the modern day the modern day Schwarzenegger, you know, it's yeah. like, it's a tie between maybe like him and the rock, you know, uh, like they're in everything. He's getting there. He's not <laughs> yeah. quite the rock. Cause the rock is almost no, just no, like no. synonymous with action movies, but yes, oh, yeah. he's the definitely rock, I mean, the rock there. is in, in like f- four movies every month. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, um, they were like, all right, we've got this actor. He's in great shape. Um, and he's actually got a lot of range. So let's see yeah. what we can do with this, with this, uh, scenario and I guarantee guarantee in the next movie there will be something even better yeah um, I think what this long take revolution allows for you to do and this is why you have to be selective with when to use it because you have to know what it's going to allow you to do mm-hmm. the long take allows you to show off an aspect of your film so yeah. it's going to allow you to show off really great acting slash right. writing and it's going to allow you to show off really great choreography and action. Um, and I'm sure there's like more that kind of fit into that, but it's, it's going to literally allow you to say, okay, I'm not going to do any kind of like crazy. Cause the, the cinematography itself is almost like background other than the fact that it just keeps going. Um, yeah. Typically the shots are nothing insane, but no, it allows sure. you to really bring to the forefront what you want your audience to see and what you want to mm-hmm. like really flex on your audience. Um, so I think like a, a movie like Joker, I don't remember if it had many uh, long takes, but a movie like that, that's going to allow you to really show off Joaquin Phoenix's range. Um, a movie like John Wick does it because it allows you to like have your choreographers literally just be like, I'm going to do something that will blow your mind and you're going to see yeah. every little bit of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's, it's not for everyone. It's not for every movie. But when it's done right, like, it really will blow you away. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I agree. Uh, I couldn't have said it better myself. I don't know how much, how, how much I can add on to that. But, um, yeah, I, I think it just needs to be used in the right context. The right circumstances, yeah. Um, and it's like, it, it's, it becomes this thing where it's like, you can watch, it's almost like the movie is divided into clips, you know? Yeah. And it's like, that's the, that's the clip, you know, um, yeah. is kind of having that, that one section where it's like, I don't want to go watch the whole movie, but I can go watch that in 10 to 15 minutes. Cause I've already seen it, you know? And yeah. it just becomes this thing where it's like, now you'll see it on, um, social media pages and stuff because of how many film pages there are now and, and yeah. things like that. And, and I often find myself just going through on my explore tab on Instagram and just being like, Oh wow, that was a great, a great scene. Even for movies I haven't even seen yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sure um, that's definitely like kind of a, a big point with the whole one shot thing. Um, yeah. But I remember, I remember one of the first movies I saw that really like took the one shot thing to just an art form um, was The Revenant in 2015. Um, that movie that movie is very special to me for, for many reasons. And I know as we go forward yeah. with this, like, people are probably just going to be like sick of me bringing this movie up. But yeah. Oh, um, yeah. the guy who shot as that As they will movie, with me being Star Wars. <laughs> indeed. But, you know, it is what it is. They'll have to deal with it. Yeah. Um, the guy who shot that movie, uh, Emmanuel Lubezki, is known for doing long takes. 
Um, he did one in Children mm-hmm. of Men where it's like this camera that moves inside a car and you got like a 10-minute scene that people have studied for. It's like, wow, like how did he do that? Um, yeah. He, so it's I think that I know guy. That you're talking about for that one, yeah. Yeah, it's a pretty, it's a pretty recognizable scene. Um, so you bring that guy in who's already got that history, and I think that movie was done probably uh, something like eight years before. So they bring him in, and so uh-huh. what you're going to expect from this movie is wide shots and some long takes. And yeah. so when you take that into nature and put it in like a frontier, um, yeah. like just a brutal frontier setting, you <sighs> yeah. get like pure art. And so that was where I think it was used to its best um, cause it really could show off Leonardo DiCaprio's range and he has unbelievable range, but it also yeah, allowed you to like insane. really <laughs> show off your setting. And that setting is like one of the most beautiful yeah. settings I've ever seen in a movie. Um, so yeah, mm-hmm. like it, when it's used right. And I think we're kind of saying the same thing here when it's used right, it will blow you away, but sometimes it can get a little cliche. Yeah. Um, and so it's really nice when it's not that. And when it's used correctly, I'm curious, like, since this seems to be like kind of the, the big trend, right. Is the one takes, um, I'm curious to see like, well, can you think of any like moments in the past with action movies that seem to kind of be the staple trope with, with that whole thing that was like, got that, you know, rose to popularity. Michael Bay. Maybe like, uh, like, like, like what? Like explosions? Explosions. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think probably, mm-hmm. and and this is generalizing, but uh, between like probably like 2007 and like 2012, I think a lot of action movies are just like big spectacle, big explosions, blow some stuff up, you know. Um, yeah. And it wasn't so much about like the fight so much as like, we're going to just make this insanity and, you know, yeah. it's... And they kind of all look the same, so all these movies sort of run together a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, you know, what, what am I thinking of? Like uh, Transformers movies, obviously. Um, yeah, that those honestly, I felt like Transformers movies like dominated the whole action movie genre for a long time. Yeah. Um, although I will say those movies actually had some pretty great fight scenes if you could see what was going on. Sometimes. If you can see what was going on, yeah. And, <laughs> and I think there's a couple different ways that the action movie has been approached in the past. Um, I think you have more of like the, the spy kind of action film. And then you have a little bit more of like the Michael Bay kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and I always gravitated towards like the spy, uh, type of movie. Like one I can think of off the top of my head is unknown with Liam Neeson. Um, and that's, it's not like strictly action, Mm -hmm. but I mean, it's an action film. Um, and you know, it's like that similar, like espionage kind of thing. Michael Bay movies, and I don't, I don't want to just be like the pile-on guy. They're great at blowing things up. Yeah. They're not great at some other things. Um, and, you know, I think it was kind of a trope of action movies to be like that, to really yeah. kind of just show, here's how much money we can spend on a set piece. Yeah. And instead of, let's get really creative with our set pieces. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of where it's starting to go now. You think it's going back to explosions? No, I think it's starting to be more creative with our set oh, okay, yeah. Well, I'm thinking that makes me think of, like, um, other kind of action, um, popular action tropes, which is, like, I feel like 
the biggest one was in like 80s movies where it was like let's have muscular men gunning down thousands of guys with yeah. gratuitous amounts yeah. of blood i think of like um, rambo rambo you've got commando the, not the first one the first rambo is very different than the rest of them but like yeah. the schwarzenegger movies like the second third fourth rambo movies yeah yeah yeah, yeah that, that was a big thing is just like kind of the the gore, right? And like yeah. that was like let's show off how bloody we can get. Um yeah. which I mean, I think it develops his own genre like really well and that's kind of you can see that um 90s I feel like was a lot of car chases like a little like, bit. It was like you had stuff like uh Gone in 90 seconds. Which I think that I mean this is like 90s early 2000s, but you've got like that, you've got Bad Boys, you've got mm-hmm. um Speed, um, even job. Fast and Furious, like yeah. you've got all of these like that was the thing was like let's get fast cars and like with some gunplay in there. Um I think there yeah. was even uh there was like this Vin Diesel movie called Wheelman or maybe that was a mm-hmm. maybe that yeah, I think they made a game of it too, but I don't remember which one was was first. Um and so that was kind of the big thing. And then you kind of, I think, honestly, now that you mention it, um, that like 2004, 2003 maybe, to like 2010 mark was when it was like, let's get spy action movies. Yeah. And you've got like... Um, you got the Mission Impossibles. Like Mich- Mission Impossible, Ocean Jason movies, Bourne, yeah. uh, even James Bond, um, yeah. and then Taken. I think Taken is a really big yeah. example. Yeah. Um, that was kind of that thing is like, let's get these gritty, dark movies of like, mm-hmm. you know, these lethal super assassins, super spies, whatever. Yeah. Um, and let's make that the the goal here. Yeah. Um, and I really think, and this might be just me, but that style of action movie is probably my favorite. Really? Because um, okay. I think you get a little bit more story in, mm-hmm. in those. and. I am an absolute sucker for like really gritty action scenes that make you laugh for no reason other than like, oh, oh my God, like I can't believe that just happened. Yeah. But I really like it when you get a little bit more like a, a mystery that your main character has to solve or like, mm-hmm. you know, he's got to go infiltrate something. Just yeah. I want a little bit more than I, I got to go from point A to point B and kill like 50 people. I think my favorite example of that, which you may argue with, um, is Captain America the Winter Soldier. I think that was I think that is the peak of that genre. I can see it, yeah. Because you you have great action scenes and that movie is very much like it's a Marvel movie, but it's an espionage thriller. Um and then at the end like it kind of has its big set piece, but even then it's it's one guy versus one guy fighting each other and it's yeah. really brutal. Um and it's, it's not almost, a whole lot of like it's, it's Iron that. Man, you know. Yeah, it's that it's that genre trope dialed up to like twelve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and, and, and it's less dark. It's more out yeah. in the daylight. Yeah. Um, but I think that's because they wanted it to be like, oh, Captain America can't hide, you know. Right. Um, and I just I don't feel like we've seen many of like those types of movies. Like I feel like that whole political like spy type assassin thing has kind of gone away a little bit. A little. Because um, now I think anytime there's with like spies and and thrillers uh, spy action thrillers is like they're a lot more grounded and mm-hmm. like you've got stuff like uh red sparrow um which yeah. is like like those types of movies and where Atomic it's like blonde oh that one oh. okay yeah but that's also what I a think great that, action movie i think that definitely fits into the genre of 
That's more the John, John Wick. Wick. Yes. Yeah, John Wick Extraction. Yeah. Sam Hargrave worked on Atomic Blonde, who's the director okay. of Extraction. So, yeah. I mean, you have to put him in the same category. Yeah. Um, also, that movie's getting a sequel. Um, oh, hallelujah. Yeah. I actually, okay, I'm gonna, I, I feel bad. I haven't seen Atomic Blonde. Um, no way. Yeah, I don't, I like, every time I try to find it, I'm like, I'm sure it's on one of the 17,000 streaming services I have. No. No way. Yeah. It's. Uh, oh, wow. Okay. Okay. I'll put that on my watch list for the summer. I have a lot, so, I have a lot of catching up to do. Imagine this. Imagine. Wow. Imagine like the most, the most badass woman that has ever yeah. walked the earth. I mean, I think that's going to, that's like the precursor of like Black Widow. That, that's yeah. like what the Black Widow movie should have been and probably when it should have come out. It's basically it's like, Black Widow, but R rated minus superpowers and without yeah. all the goofy stuff. Yeah. Um, and it's like in the Cold War, if, yeah. I'm, if I'm led to believe so. It's, which is like it's awesome time similar, period. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think we were talking, like, this is kind of a sidetrack, but kind of going back to like the whole 80s thing and 80s and 90s. Um, Another big thing was like cops and like die. You said you mentioned like Die Hard. Yeah, was like that was kind of a, a very formative thing for action movies. Where it's like, I think that still pl- it's not that's not a very I wouldn't say a bloody movie. Um, it's not anything crazy. I want to say yeah. the first one's even like PG thirteen. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's. I don't. Yeah, I don't exactly remember the the rating, but it didn't wasn't like it wasn't anything insane. Yeah, um, and that was when they allowed art or that they left the no. Maybe it was R because they said the f bomb a bunch of times. Yeah, um, that started but, to be a thing. With, like with uh, Expendables, those movies. Oh, that yeah. was like that was the action movie trope of the day. Just again dialed up to yeah. twelve. I and, honestly, I would love to see another Expendables that was kind of a fresh oh, reboot. The first Expendables is great, dude. It is, but then yeah. they made four more or three more or something. I think they only made two more. Did they only make two more? Yeah. I never watched okay. the other two. No, I watched the second one, but the second one had Liam's, Liam Hemsworth in it. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I remember you. But he gets killed. From all like those action movies. In, so it's fine. Oh, that's right. But then they had Ronda Rousey. That was bad. That was like, <laughs> That <dude>. was bad. <laughs> I'm was like, bad. yeah, I remember you from that 80s action movie. Like, what? Yeah. yeah. I mean, the first one had like Jet Li, Sylvester Stallone, Dolph Lundgren. I think the best thing, honestly, which and he wasn't really into action movies, but he has the best action scene in that movie is with Terry Crews, and it's like he has two automatic shotguns that he's dual wielding, and he's going down a hallway, and it's just like these these goons exploding into giblets, and I'm like, <laughs> this is what I came here for, and he's like, ah, yeah. ah, like he goes, and it's like literally guys' torsos are exploding and i'm like i'm sorry but like that's what i that's what i like to see yeah so that, that's, and that's like the return to the form of that 80s action yeah, genre that like, is 100 enca- the 80s thing again yeah and it's like let's encapsulate literally let's get all of these 80s stars and put them in one movie and but then they started to kind of change it like well let's just make expendables like the ultimate action movie series where right. we're gonna get like even people beyond that let's get like modern action stars yeah um but for the most part, it was focused on, like, the main villain of the first movie, I think, was, was uh, Jean-Claude, Jean-Claude Van Damme. Van Damme yeah. yeah, yeah. The second one, I don't remember who the villain was in that I one. I don't know. Um, I, honestly, the second and third one are kind of forgettable. And yeah. I thought they made a fourth one. Like, that's... It's like Fast and Furious for me. Like, they made mm. way too many of them. Yeah. Um, but now Fast and Furious is honestly, like, it's stepping up there. 
in the action genre. Like that they're like, let's make it super ludicrous. But like the past couple ones have been, and I think I never watched Hobbs and Shaw. I didn't um, either. I heard like pretty good things about it though. Like if you compare fast and furious one mm-hmm. to fast Very and different. furious, like eight, uh, the most yeah. recent one is eight. I think it's like the first one's like, it's basic street racing cops, you know? Yeah. Very much yeah. like that, that whole nineties, two thousands thing where I'm saying, but now it's like, Fast and Furious is the spectacle of like I'd say that and Mission Impossible. Um, but Mission Impossible like, is like eighteen billion times better. Yeah, and I hate I would to say, say so. better ver- like good versus bad, but like the Fast and Furious eight movies are really pursuing like cars, women, sex appeal, explosions, and they, Mission ha- they Impossible haven't really been doing story. that as much though lately. Like now it's like okay, uh, let's get a car on a chain and let it swing through the air. Like, <laughs> like the next movie yes. will guarantee will be in space. It's like, it's now at the point where it's like, they all right, this is, this is stupid enough to work. Plane. Yeah. I was yeah. like, what? Are yeah, you it's serious? Like, they're basically like, let's just see what we can do with cars. But then like you had like him and Jason Statham fighting with like, with like hammers. And I was like, what? What? What is this? <laughs> it doesn't really yeah. fit, but it's awesome. But I do. I also heard, I heard Hobbs and Shaw was, actually really great because it was like you have idris elba like super powered and it's like all right let's get the rock and um and jason statham two very notorious ac- action stars now jason statham also in expendables um yep and that was also another thing was like the transporter that was a big Dude, thing with those movies those are good i actually those are really the good Transpor- see they remade it with some guy and i was like what they okay. made did they make three with Jason Statham and they I made think like so. a fourth one with some other guy? Yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah, we've gotten into the whole like the whole like, the whole spectrum of action movies. Yeah. I mean, okay, there's even so more. If you had to pick one style, and I think we've kind of covered yeah. The overall like you got the spies, the 80s action, diehard yeah. 90s kind of action and the new stuff. Like if you had to pick one style of action film, what would you go with? Um it's really a toss up because I'm like if I had to choose one, it's like it's either the style of like these John Wicks and Extraction where I'm just like that was so fluid. That was really like precise and yet brutal. But man, am I a sucker for '80s action movies! Like you yeah. know, and I'm gonna put Expendables in there because it's like, but like just the first one, just the first one. Um, but like, man, do I love my? I think uh, the first Die Hard came out at the end of the '80s. I think I want to say it's um, like '89 or '90. Yeah, somewhere around in there. You got stuff like even just the '80s in general. Like I just love so many of those movies. Like you've got like. Um, these aren't even action movies, but like Ghostbusters and you know Back oh. to the Future and all of that stuff. Like, just okay, so if great. if you could off the just off the top of your head, just spit out like five of your favorites. Not really like a top five, but just like that you could action pick movies. And, yeah, that you could just like pick and choose from the history of action movies. And be like, okay, these are like what I really want in an action movie. Oh man, oh that's. That's tough. Um, so I'm going to go with... So I know three right off the bat. And fourth, the fourth and fifth may be kind of difficult because mm-hmm. they're not movies, they're shows. Um, okay. But So I'm going to go number one, John Wick 2. Yeah. I like that specific 
type of action because I like all three of the John Wick movies, but the second one is especially my favorite because mm-hmm. it is it focuses so much more on the gun combat, right? Yes. It, it's more about, like, him coming around corners, like, tactically shooting guys. and it's But whereas, like, the first movie, like, it has that. John Wick 2 dials it up. Mm-hmm. The third one is more, I would say, like, melee combat and, like, also just a little bit, like, there mm-hmm. are some good gun, like, gun action scenes but i'm a sucker for like properly using a gun with great reloads like creative ways to reload yeah um and like just creative ways to like shoot people and i don't know if that sounds terrible but like but (laughs) i I totally get it yeah like i just love awesome ways like people just like just murking guys with guns and i mean you see keanu reeves and all this behind the scenes like he gets so into it Mm -hmm. um and i'm also just like a gun junkie in general like i just i just like cool guns with cool attachments and like um so the second one definitely is like probably like the number one like the ultimate for me Mm -hmm. because i'm just like i think of great action stuff um and then i'm gonna say like aliens is Mm. is probably one that like i touch on that yeah i think see that's another one that's like it's it's still kind of that whole 80s vibe yeah did you like the new one alien covenant i never saw it I've, the only oh, Aliens man. movies I've ever seen are Ali- the the original and Aliens. I've okay. never seen Prometheus. I've never seen Covenant. I never even saw uh, Aliens 3 or Resurrection, um, which I, I want to because I actually like love that universe. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I want to watch the first and the second. Yeah. Um, and I love them both because they're both very different. Yeah. Like the first one's like horror. We should, yep. We'll definitely do an episode on horror. I yes. guarantee it. I can't wait for that. Um, but yeah, I'm going to put Aliens on there. Um, third, like I said, Captain America, the winter soldier, because I am a comic book fan. That one is something that I think it, by far that and civil war are in the very like same vein, because those movies are also heavily influenced by the, the stunt guys. And Sam Hargrave is famous for doing the action stuff for the Marvel movies. Yeah. And I think Captain America's fighting style is just like, it can be really brutal. And just the way he uses the shield. Yeah. I um, remember when the first movie came out, I was like, well, probably the first that first action scene after he actually turns into Captain America in the first movie, when yeah. he starts chasing that guy, I was like, "Whoa! Yeah. Like this is really really cool." Yeah, I mean, I like the first Captain America, but I think it like the first Captain America actually didn't do that for me. Really? Like when I watched it, I was like, "Oh, this is just a you know a, a good." Com- well, I mean, I love the first Captain America, but the second one when he jumps on that boat and he lands. Mm-hmm. Um, and like he he runs full on sprint, and there's a part where he runs and he just front kicks a guy, and the guy goes wham, hits the front of the ship, yeah, and fops, and it's like you can hear the thud. It just goes bam, and there's another part where he like he grabs a knife and throws it into a guy's hand, and I'm like, holy crap, Marvel! Yeah. I'm like, yeah. you are not pulling any punches on this. Like I love this, right. um, and even it's like Winter Soldier like rips a guy out of a car and hits him with a semi truck. I'm like. This that's it really stands out. That's why Winter Soldier is my favorite Marvel movie is because it's so unique. Um, it definitely is, and yeah. I think that's definitely a testament to the Russo brothers. So that's like three right there, and then just because I can't really think like of many more, I think um, Daredevil and Punisher are both ones that like yeah the shows. Mm-hmm. Um, both have just such great action mm-hmm. um, and some of the best action in Marvel. And God, 
I hope and, they keep in general. Yeah, I mean, like and literally, Punisher especially Punisher, oh, like yeah. especially. I think the the first season of Daredevil set the tone it for did. like like, but that there's that hallway fight, um, mm-hmm. and season two has one as well. Um, oh, and season two also has one with Punisher where he's going down a hallway um, yes. in the prison, and that one absolutely blew my mind. Yes. Um, so it's it shows that Marvel really can take their action scenes to a whole new level. Yeah. Um, and it definitely plays into the whole vein of Atomic Blonde and John Wick and all of that. So I guess it's safe to say that like the current climate that we are in is probably my favorite. Um, yeah, I think I, I would go a little bit more traditional with my picks. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Give me, give me your five. I'm curious. I would probably go. I agree. John Wick two is fantastic, and I don't, yeah. I don't really want to put him in an order because. Yeah, I, it's hard to put him in an order. I'm just it like, really oh, is. that's five that I really cherish. You know? Right. I would throw out John Wick two. I want to put the first John Wick in there because that does a really good job of like setting up the world and the story. But, well, just just for action's sake. You yeah, know, just we'll, for we'll action's just, sake. I would say yeah. Atomic Blonde, John Wick two are definitely like really really good. Yeah. Um uh Mission the most recent Mission Impossible Ooh, one, Mission Impossible oh, Fallout. Yeah. That has really probably good. one of my favorite fight scenes in it ever, that bathroom fight scene. Yes. That one is wonderful. I will actually turn that on and just watch it. Watch that part. Yeah. Yeah. Um <clears throat> I throw that in there and then also one we haven't even talked about that I really like is The Man from Uncle. Uh, it's got Henry really? Cavill in it. Yeah, and Armie yes, Hammer. Yes, I actually really like that movie. Yeah. I, that, but I don't really remember much of the action. Like, So the action is very um, circumstantial. Yeah. And by that I mean it kind of uses... It's very creative, and that's a mm-hmm. common theme with these is I really enjoy creative action. Um, and I remember from that movie, tonally and even with his action, it was humorous like it was a action comedy yeah but um i think it kind of like took the environment and it's it's set in uh 1950s uh germany yeah <clears throat> 50s 60s 50s 60s which yeah, is something like yeah that. side note before you get onto that that movie made me want army hammer as batman so much <laughs> because he would have been ha- so i would good. have been like henry cavill and batman like henry cavill's a bit of a womanizer in that movie but their bit. chemistry was off the charts like not romantically mm-hmm. but just like them as being best the friends way they played off each other and yeah. i'm like i would have loved to see them as superman and batman because ben affleck's out now and i'm like army hammer's this massive guy and henry cavill's this massive guy i'm like yeah lead them people would flock to for the dc universe but yeah anyway, i digress continue yeah. so that one i really love it and it's not like strictly action like there's more to it yeah. than just that guy Ritchie, i think is a is a great director he is and, and um was that this is kind of a side note was that king arthur movie any good the one with um charlie hunnam i believe yeah um it was all right okay. uh it wasn't great and it wasn't terrible yeah. Um, and they had David Beckham in it for like five seconds, which was kind of cool. Um, it, that's okay. like extremely left field, but, you know, yeah. kind of nice. Cool. Interesting, interesting. Um, it was I'm all right. I'm a big fan of the Sher- the Sherlock Holmes movies that he did. The, yes. The, the two. And Those are really good. Sometime the third one's going to come out. I, I don't Who know. knows? I don't know. Um, but I remember the, like, the way the action is in that movie. It's like... I think I think the two best action scenes is the first in the first one you've got like the the fight scenes in the 
well, the fight clubs, which I love mm-hmm. Victorian London. Um, I got really into it from Assassin's Creed Syndicate. And so you okay. can, in that, you can, you can go into like these, these, you know, fight clubs. Um, and seeing uh, Robert Downey Jr. absolutely shredded in that movie. Uh-huh. Um, and just the way they do like the whole mind thing where it's like it shows you each aspect of the fight and then he does it all. <laughs> I was like, um, whoa, this is pretty yeah. cool. And it was kind of, yeah. it was telling you a lot about his character by doing that as well. Right, he right. Use it as a character yeah. moment instead of just beating some fat guy up. Yeah. Really dug that. Yeah. I, mean, I can't wait for Robert Downey Jr. to come back to that role because he kind of did those in the midst of the whole Iron Man thing and then he got really caught up with it. Right. Um, and I really can't wait for him to come back to that because I think he's fantastic. Yeah. Um, and also this, in the second movie, there's an action scene where they're running through the woods. Um, yes. And they and... got that Gatling gun that's just mowing trees down. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's wow. so beautiful. Yes. Yeah. I love that that's one. That's insane. I need to rewatch this movie. It's, it's been a hot minute. I've um, got them. I can lend them to yeah. you. Yeah. No, it's okay. I own them digitally. We're oh, all good. Okay, fair enough. My, my dad buys all the my movies digitally. Fair enough. Not my movies. We just we just share an account because because he works and he just like he if he's at work like he can't just pop in a Blu-ray. Right. Like so he he's just at work them watching up. movies. That's awesome. Yeah, um, yeah. He's a paramedic, so he can okay. when they're not doing anything, he can just chill at the station. Um, anyway, gotcha. continue. You said Man from Uncle, Atomic Blonde, John Wick. One slash two. And then Mission Impossible uh, Fallout. Yeah. Um, My last one, I think I would have to go, I'd probably have to go with Taken, honestly. For some reason, I knew you were going to put that in there. Yeah. I I, I really feel like I'm leaving something out by putting that in there. Yeah. Um, and I feel like as soon as I listen to this back, I'll be like, no, you idiot. You missed like yeah. the most obvious choice. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, that's how I feel. I, I remember too. really loving that movie and I haven't seen it in a while. But man, I remember just the it was so emblematic of that style. Um, and I yeah. remember just being like, this is so cool. Mm-hmm. Just like the amount of badassery for yeah. lack of a better term. And then they, they did two more that sucked. Yep. Yeah, the next two kind of yeah. really... I, I think... I, I remember Taken 3 was the first movie I saw, I saw in theaters. Because I'm someone who, like, I don't like to just straight up hate a movie right. uh, as soon as I come out of it. Taken 3 was the first movie that I walked out of, and I was like, that was stupid. I was like, that was yeah. just genuinely dumb. Like, my yeah. dad and I, like, we we already had a bad time in the theater because there was some woman on her phone the entire time right <sighs> in front of us. And, so we, much. and we, we tapped on her. We were like, please put your phone away. And he literally, like, he, he tapped on her shoulder, and he was like, if you don't put your phone away, I'm going to get someone right now. And, and she, like, she, like, cussed them out and put her phone away. And I was like, I was like, dude, like, I don't, like, get over it. Like, it's yeah. a movie theater. Yeah. I, I hate, the, just random thing, I hate those experiences with, like, just that whole When people bring their thing. two-year-olds into a movie theater, and they're just, like, playing or screaming through the whole movie. Yeah. Oh. See, so the most recent experience I had at a at a movie theater that was poor, um, with for the record on what you're saying, certain kids movies like I'm fine with because I'm like this sucks, right. but like it's a kids movie. What am I expecting? You kind of expect it, yeah. Like I saw Incredibles two, and I'm like, I've waited 15 years for this, <laughs> and I'm like, and there's kids crying. Right. <laughs> like, shut up! I want to watch Incredible. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so it was like that was fine, but I went to see Endgame, 
Mm. And I remember I was in the top left-hand corner of the the theater, and there's this guy on his literally talking on the phone the entire time. That's terrible. And I was like, I was like, hey man, like I, I hate to be this guy, but like, could you please just either leave the theater or like hang up your phone? Like I like I'm really trying to focus here. It's really distracting. He's like, he's like, oh, I'll be really quiet. And I went, I, <laughs> I went, <laughs> and he sat there and he was like. He was like this the entire time. And after the movie, like the credits were playing, this was the second time I saw Endgame. So not the first time, thankfully. That's good. But yeah. like I was getting really distracted because I, I wanted to reanalyze it. Um, and I'm telling you, that movie theater was packed. Yeah. The, when and, I first saw Endgame, that was probably my best theater experience. Oh, it's incredible. Ever. I, I like, think I could I've, go back. Everybody was just so into it. Like people yeah. were clapping, laughing yeah. when they needed to be laughing, cheering when they needed to be cheering. Like it felt mm-hmm. like I was watching almost like a play. Yeah, like it, the audience was just so. Honestly, that's tune. such a great comparison. Yeah, um, it really felt anyway, like the, the audience was like super into what was happening, and I was like, <laughs> yeah. "This is an experience." Kind of like going to a sporting event, where like everybody there is super invested in what they're watching, mm-hmm. and you feel like you're a part of something. Yeah, that's what it felt like. It was incredible. Yeah. That movie has great action as well, although I definitely think that falls in line with the more spectacle side of action. Yeah. Um, which it's not, it's not about explosions, but it's like these wide shots of showing everything going on. Yeah. I, I think the one prime example of that movie, though, that's actually really good um, is when Thor is like one-on-one. I mean, uh, Captain America is one-on-one fighting uh, and everybody Thanos. is losing their mind yeah, in the yeah. theater. <laughs> like he picks up the hammer. God. Yeah. 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 Oh man, I go back and look like I listen to reactions that people have like filmed with their, uh, like with their theaters. It gives and I'm you like, chills. God. Yeah, it really does. Um, it's just like wow. I can't. I credit the the Russo brothers for like making something that was such mm-hmm. a cultural event, like a Game yeah. of Thrones kind of thing, where it's just oh, like yeah. everybody in the world took a break from everything. It was like I'm watching this. Yeah, it's super cool. Honestly, it was like a cultural event. But anyway, that one guy was like. I'm sorry, my daughter's like up in a cabin in in Georgia, and I'm like she what she's, she's never been all like away but before she's it, and I was like, hmm. like I literally just he kept on like talking to me, like he kept on talking to me, and I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. like I I'm I'm not usually not that petty, right. but I man I I went I was just, I was just like I, I I wanted to go over to tell him and be like, if your daughter is away. And you need to contact her. Do not buy a movie ticket for, for a three-hour movie and make my experience considerably worse. Yeah. Like, you're yeah. not even paying attention to the movie. Please leave. Yeah. like <laughs> so, That's brutal. I hate that for yeah. you. I hate that for yeah. everybody who has to experience those yeah. four movies. It's, it's like one in every, like, ten. Yeah. You go and it's like, it's, man, this sucks. Theater cur- courtesy is sometimes just goes out the window. Like, yeah. But it's it's whatever. Um this episode is at 54 minutes, by the way. Um, wow. We've been talking a long time. Is there, do you have any like last like things that you want to talk about? Because I don't want to like cut it short or anything. We just kind of went on a whole rant of like action movies. We did. I, I want to ask you really quickly. Um, you know, we kind of touched on like where action movies are right now. But what do you mm-hmm. think it's going to be in like five years? Because I think we see it evolution probably every like five to ten years. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't know how long this one will last, and it probably will be cyclical like the others, but, like, where do you think it's going to go? It's honestly, like, really hard to say. Um, 
I feel like there's going to be some movie that comes along and does something drastically different mm-hmm. um, or not, or redoes something. Um, That's probably what it's going to be, yeah. I would adore, uh, it probably won't happen, if they could somehow if reinvent like the Western genre with oh, great yes. action. Oh, I think, yes. Yes. Yeah, you and I are suckers for Westerns. We talked about it on last week's episode with, like, we want more of that. Yeah. And I think the first example that I saw of, like, okay, Western action can be incredible, and that was Django Unchained, which is oh, very man. Tarantino, Yeah, obviously. But, like, there is a part in that movie where he's, like, he is in that mansion, and he's laying down, like, he's, like, he's going by the door, and he is fanning the hammer. I'm, like... This is what I want. This yeah. is what I want to yeah. see. From, so from I wonder. I wonder how that would work. Um, I would love that so much. Um, and yeah. I think what we've seen is kind of like the the one cowboy kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And there was I, also the Magnificent Seven, which came right, out a couple right. years and ago, that and that was like that was the variation good. of it, where it's like, okay, we've had one cowboy, now let's have like seven cowboys, and they're yeah. going to go fight like an army of you know gang members. Yeah. Um, so I wonder how they would like reinvent that to where it's not just like, oh, he's going to like the town where all the women are and all these gangs are like, nah, you, uh, you know, we're going to oppress you and you're going to come in there and shoot them all up. Like, yeah, that's so overdone. I wonder how they can like really switch it up. Not to totally veer off the course, but I just thought of something that actually seems like it could be very plausible in the direction that they go. And so it's, so I think it's going to be. The reinvention of Matrix style, Matrix style action, um, and you know the Matrix has a very distinct action. But yeah. also, what I would like to see is them adapt. Do you remember that movie Equilibrium with Christian Bale, where it was like base? I think it was. Equilibrium. I don't know if I've seen that. So it's not a great movie. Okay, <laughs> but it has a really cool concept, and mm-hmm. I would love to see it be done now because I think they could totally do it. Basically, he's. He's trained in some form of martial arts, which is based around guns, okay? Mm-hmm. And I believe it, is, it was taken from an anime or something like that. That makes sense. And it was basically, like, he channels kind of, like, this inner power within himself, and he's able to, like, do all of these, like, really cool, like, gun moves and stuff. And it's so over the top, but if they did it right, I think if they could put it in this new Matrix movie, it could work so well. Like, yeah, I'm going to pull up that. a... And there's some parts that it's really bad, but, like, I mean, it's parts where he's, like, he's doing flips and spins with guns and mm-hmm. stuff like that that are, like, it's so ludicrous, but, like, the cool, like, it's kind of fantasy almost. A little bit, yeah. Um, And it would, it would just be really cool to see. Like, I think they could make it really visceral and make it work really well. It, the choreography would be really hard, but, like, I could totally see those well, things being blended into, like, yeah. like, the Matrix is foundational in terms of like not even i mean i guess it is an action movie but just in movies in general like that movie is you know yeah people analyze the heck out of that thing yeah um i mean like but if you for example take, like there's like a mood like it, it's basically like I, th- I can i can already like i'm already choreographing one in my head which i almost <laughs> like i want to do it but it's like he gets two guns and he's like bam 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 and then like turns one behind him and like shoots t- twice again. Nobody can see what I'm doing, uh, except we'll, except we'll you because we're imagine. on the Zoom call. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but basically, it's like you know using two pistols, and sometimes he uses like assault rifles. It's like John Wick. If John Wick was like Jet Li, 
and Ooh. was like had super speed almost and was like just crazy like yeah it's it's insane if um christian bale and john back. wick had a child and he was the chosen one that lawrence fishborn tutored wait john wick's gay what? No. <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry i just had to make that joke the way you said it, you're just like, what if Christian Bale came into the John Wick universe and he had a kid with John Wick and then Lawrence Fishburne teaches? So, okay, I get what you're saying now. I, you're, sa- you're saying in the new Matrix movie. Yes. Because Lawrence Fishburne's also in John Wick, so I was a little yes. confused they there. Do, they do kind of overlap, you're right. Yeah, my bad, my bad. Oh, um, man. Yeah. That's funny. I'm sorry. Also, I don't, I don't know why. I just had a random honorable mention of just great action stuff. Yeah, I don't really it. have much to contribute to it. <laughs> uh, like Zack Snyder uh, with Batman v Superman and that, mm. that Batman uh, warehouse that fight. That fight scene is really good. I remember I told yes. you when I was watching Extraction that the, fight, the, like, the first fight scene in Extraction reminded me of that Batman v Superman Yeah, you did mention that. Warehouse fight. Yeah. And I was like, I think, whoa. Yeah, there's actually like there's that in the nightmare sequence where it's like it's not really like he's he's fighting like Batman because he's using guns and stuff and I'm like all right but like it's still really cool to see yeah um yeah that one's one and I'm like it makes me sad that like there was not another Batman movie done with Ben Affleck because I mean the man like that's what I'm saying is like Extraction almost kind of feels like that a little bit where it's like you have this like hulking dude who knows how to fight he's not using just his strength he's using like it's it's pretty incredible yeah. um. I mean, I think that my favorite part in Extraction, just like my favorite moment or maybe kill, I guess, is when he grabs, he picks up a dude and is slinging him around and he breaks a dude's breaks neck. Breaks a dude's neck by with kicking another him with guy's another guy. Body. Yeah, I was like, yeah. what? I was like, that's insane. And it, it's awesome. Yeah. I love it. I'll be um, honest. My favorite, uh, and because I'm just like a sucker for brutality, he like um, kicked a dude. With the kids. No, no, oh. no. He, that was funny. But like he, he kicked the dude and he hit his face on a brick wall and just like got clotheslined by the wall. Yeah. I was <laughs> I remember I watched it the first time. I was like, oh my God. Like yeah. <laughs> it was the coolest thing ever. And when I watched it with my dad, the whole time he's sitting there with his hand over his mouth, he's like, Oh my God. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Like you know when people are making those noises that mm-hmm. it's like, oh, okay. They did a good job. Yeah. They really that's, did a good job. That's my favorite moments when I'm watching a movie and I go, oh, I'm like, yeah. Like, yep. I, I did that in Birds of Prey with uh, that movie. There was a part where he, like, she breaks this dude's end, legs right? backwards. No, no. The part where in the, like, in they're in the warehouse and she's coked up and oh, she yeah. has the baseball bat and she goes like, bonk, bonk, and he br- breaks his legs both ways. Yeah. I was like, ah, Good. Yeah. Ta-da! We watched that like, movie together, and I really don't remember most of it. That movie was so forgettable. I just remember the. Well, I was upset because Black Mask blew up. Okay. <laughs> uh, correction: Ewan McGregor blew up, which is even yeah. worse. The, the the funny his scream. He like he, he has just a grenade on. Spoilers for Birds of Prey. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he just he's just like ah, <laughs> and blows up, and I was like, <laughs> yes. Fine. Yeah, you were Fine. pissed. Yeah, I was very mad because Black Mask is one of my favorite vil- uh, villains in DC, yeah. and also, um, uh, what do you call it? Ewan McGregor is one of my favorite actors. But I think, I think Birds of Prey was a like a less cool version of like Deadpool. 
like the Deadpool Pretty movies, much. where it's yeah. like Deadpool movies are like really brutal, yeah. but like they can get away with it because they're a bit more comic booky. Yeah, um, comic book movies have brought a lot to the action genre. Um, I, I would say, as much as people will say, "Oh, comic book movies aren't film," blah blah blah, or whatever. I'm like, I, I'm someone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I really like the the contributions that you know mm-hmm. the Captain America movies have made. Um, even things like Thor, like especially Thor Ragnarok, Deadpool, yeah. Daredevil, Punisher, like all of those different types of comic book genres have brought um, quite a bit of, and, and I think it's really cool with those movies because you can, you really get to play around with their powers. Yeah. Um, and so I, maybe the reason I like Captain America so much is just that like, he's pretty much a normal guy. Like he's not like, like he doesn't have crazy powers. It's like Spider-Man, you know, he can swing from buildings and stuff like that. Um, but it's like, okay, you have a guy who has a shield that can like, he can use to like reverberate off of other things Mm -hmm. and like use that tactically. Like it can use really well. Plus he's just like incredibly strong. He can freaking hold helicopters. Like, yeah. Who can he F up with like now, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Like, I think comic book movies, I think they're going to be limited because of the genre. Mm -hmm. Um, cause they're never going to be true action movies. And action movies, like, it's one of those things where they're hard to quantify, but I think you kind of know, you know it when you see it. Yeah. And a comic book movie is also the same sort of thing, where you also know it when you see it. Um, And even though they have, especially as of late in the past few years, the action sequences have been really, really well done. Yeah. But still, it's like, okay, it's not people. And so, okay, like, if Hulk gets punched like how how you know how how much is that like a really it just doesn't quite have the same effect maybe and so i think that probably has a little bit of a drawback because you know like okay if thor gets hit by ultron he's gonna be fine yeah or you know it really depends on the level of power of the character right um i think the characters that can have the most fun it's like well, Deadpool, for example, like you know, he's gonna live, but like at the same time, his body gets breaks. Absolutely mutilated, and so yeah, it's exactly. cool. But it's like, okay, he's gonna be fine later. But right now, he's like, he's screwed. Yeah, like, it, and like his arms off. Like, all right, he's fighting. Oh, his other arms off. All right, so he's fighting yeah. with his leg. Uh, oh, he has. He's a talking uh, head. Yep. Okay. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So, um, I, I think. I would love to see though, like the the Spider-Man movies and stuff, kind of step up their action. I think uh, there there was a one action scene in Far From Home that got cut for some reason. There was a deleted scene, and he's like in this Tokyo, uh, like you know, Asian restaurant, stopping this drug deal. I would have loved uh, to see that. Yeah, I think I'll, I've seen I'll, that on YouTube. Yeah, he's got the Iron Spider suit, and it's a great action scene. Probably one of the best Spider-Man action scenes, no doubt. Yeah. Um, and it just, I was like, you could do some cool stuff with Spider-Man. But yeah. Um, but yeah, last thing before we wrap this up. Also, I hope this is something that comes in the near future. Um, I'm a big fan of the Uncharted video games because they're very mm. reminiscent of Indiana Jones. And I really want to see a return to form of like these like ludicrous situations that have like, you know, Cap, or not Captain America, what? Indiana Jones like strapped to the side of a tank. He's like, oh, like, you know, trying to like trying to blow up a tank. And he's like, you know, he's not like a great, like he's, a brawler, right? He's right. not much of a like a oh, I'm gonna like punch, punch, block, kick. Like he's not like that. Like Indiana Jones is kind of like, I'm gonna give you the good old right hook, you know? Right. And um and I would love to see like that kind of style come back and hopefully. I think they're making another new... one. 
another Indiana Jones with Harrison they, they Ford. Are. Yeah. They are. There are, yeah, they are. And so um, I wonder how and, much of that is going to be like, I wonder how much they're going to bridge the newer ways of, you know, telling a story, choreographing things, and kind of like yeah. bridge that with older Indiana Jones that you're right, like yeah. has just like impossible situations that he mm-hmm. gets out of. Yeah, I think Mission Impossible definitely makes a, makes a good scenario for that where it's like, although he knows how to fight, but it's like there's some pretty crazy situations like helicopters. And, and so that I think that's what Mission Impossible has kind of become is like not the new Indiana Jones because the, like the genres are kind of different like in what they aim for, but um, definitely like these kind of big set pieces, whether that be simple fight scenes or, you know, gunfights or car chases um or helicopters or tanks or nukes even um <laughs> and yeah. skydiving like yeah. it that it, yeah um so i i think the the last thing like i want to say uh is like probably the three most important like franchises to keep eyes on in the next com- the coming years is probably going to be Mission Impossible John Wick and i don't know what the third one is honestly like for sure like those two. Good. For sure those two, yeah. Those two are definitely dominating the action. I honestly I think I think Fast and Furious may have some potential there because they're definitely top like in like they dominate the action movie genre. Oh. Um and they have pretty good spectacle. I think you just have a sour taste in for for Fast and Furious, but like I I don't even love the Fast and Furious movies, but like the I've only one, seen the first The eighth one to me was so bad. Like I turned it off. Really? Yeah. Oh wow! It was kind of like the later Transformers movies to me. It was like we've got eighteen billion of these. Like just quit. Yeah, yeah. And it wasn't fresh. Like with Mission Impossible, we got a ton of them, but they're fresh and new. Um, and they got Christopher McQuarrie, and he just brings like a such a different dynamic to yeah. that series. And I hope John Wick doesn't get to the point where it's like, okay, he's like broken this dude's jaw in every movie. He's broken. He's stabbed dudes with pencils. He's He's, you know, shot people. That's the thing is, I almost, can. I actually really wanted John Wick three to be the last one, um, but like, I hope, I just want them to find a proper way to conclude, yeah, the whole John Wick series because I'm like, I just don't really want seven John Wick movies. No, <laughs> I honestly, I, I, the most I want is five. Like, that's the most I could see them doing, and then I'm like, all right, I'm done. Like, I don't need any more. I might be capped at four just because I think. I don't think they're going to, but that would be nice. They won't. I know they won't because there's such a it's such a cash cow that they're oh, gonna yeah. make so much money on these things that they'll they'll yeah. milk it for all they can get. But I think three, like you really saw what the movies were at their core and mm-hmm. it kind of stripped away a lot of the other stuff and it was like, Okay, yeah. this is just action sequences stripped together with some story. Yeah. And I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love it. Like there are moments in that movie that I'm floored by how cool it is, but you can only watch those things so many times and it gets to a point where it's like, you know, I really want to care about somebody other than John Wick. Um, that arbiter that comes in from the table, I hated her guts so much. And that the, the other guy he fights at the end, I just didn't care. Yeah. And that whole character turn they did with him where he's just like this playful guy after he's been so stoic. I was like, yeah. I just don't care. Yeah. And I really hate that because I love that franchise, but I just want more other than him beating the ever living crap out of people. Yeah. I definitely think the first two are like probably my favorite in terms of that, that whole world. Um, I for mean, sure. I, I love the third one. I have it on, I have the steel book for it, but 
the second one it's like you've got Common's character who it's like they, they both like respectfully like and he was really good yeah yeah he really was um and then you've got like the main villain of that movie that italian guy like that one i was like oh yeah like i hate him and when he kills him i'm like Yep. I don't care. Like he I'm like, I'm glad he did that, you know. See, that's how I felt about the arbiter in John Wick Three. I hoped he was gonna kill her and he didn't. And that really drove Are you talking nuts. about the one that's like the with the shaved head? Is that... Yeah, it's the shaved head lady. Yeah. I hated her so much. Yeah, I hate her too. <laughs> She's the worst. Well, I think they're making a Halle Berry spin off franchise now or something or like movie or something. Um uh, really? Yeah, I think so. Cause she got really into the whole action stuff too. She's like, I wanna do more. Catwoman two point oh. Oh god. <laughs> I think she was great in that movie. Like that whole action scene, but it's lo- it's long. But like, yeah. I, also one thing with that whole with that is like, maybe I just like John Wick two better and, and the first one better is because in each of the action scenes it just plays awesome music. It's it playing does. like sick club music. Like when he's in like a, a club with like neon and and it's playing like EDM dubstep stuff. I'm just like, You're, oh, we're yeah. thinking of the same thing. Yeah, yeah, we are thinking of the same thing. Like yeah. I, I literally made a one. And he's like. I mean, he's out in that like courtyard in John Wick Two, and people are like, he runs through the stage. Like, I'm just like, this is about yeah. to be good. This is about to be good. Yep. Um, yep. They did a similar thing in in Fallout where they were, you know, they they did the skydiving thing, and then they got in that club, and it's just like big music. You know, something cool is about to happen. There's there's nothing like I don't know why, but I just love like cool guys in clubs that like are like really cool like like badass guys that are in clubs and like they're not there to party they're there to fight like you know it's like yeah because one of my favorite movies is the guest and that has really good action i know i showed that one to you we didn't even talk about that one no because really because i wasn't sure how you would play in with the whole action like how you would if that fits you know yeah it it definitely Again, it's one of those things where it's like you don't really know what you're looking like. You know it when you see it, but you don't really know how it fits. The guest doesn't fit overall in the genre, even though like we both would say it's an action movie. Yeah. Um, yeah that that brought a little bit of different kind of it's like different. ways of approaching action mm-hmm. and how to how to have an overpowered character, but like really keep you guessing about what's going on. Yeah. And I, I really appreciate it. I think Marvel movies could take a note out of that book mm-hmm. to kind of really keep the audience guessing about what they're about to see next. Yeah. Because I think there's probably about to be some superhero fatigue if there isn't already. Yeah. I think and, it's kind of honestly a good thing that we've gotten this this break from Marvel movies as much as I love it and like it's, yeah. it's a huge part of my life. I'm like... uh It'll be, it'll be the first time in like a I don't know how many years that it'll be over a year that we got another Marvel movie because we got we got the second Spider Man movie and now we don't we originally like we were supposed to have Black Widow four days ago, yeah. um, and now we're not getting it till November. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, but we're also not getting much of anything. I'm curious, oh, man. We didn't talk about like any of the Christopher Nolan stuff or whatever either. We but, didn't. Like, I mean, we didn't. And I almost, um, and and that might be me steering it because I really feel like those are more dramas than they are action. Yeah, but Inception, I mean, come on, like, like I mean, okay, so Dunkirk, for example, like that's not really an action movie, but like Inception, in my opinion, I'm like, that one I think is like 
70% action, 30% drama. Or maybe like 60-40. Really? I mean, the action is great in The action Inception. is great, but I always felt like it was such a backseat item to the story that he was trying to craft. I think, it, I think they both, they, they complement each other beautifully. They do. They really, really do. Um, but I always felt like an action movie, the thing you're watching it for is the action yeah. and then the other stuff is supporting that mm -hmm. and the other stuff is what makes what's like what separates it from and yeah like it's okay to, yeah you know a really really good action movie and i felt like i'm curious to see movies. what tenant will do um oh man I, yeah i think that'll definitely be the spiritual successor to um, i think it will too to yeah. inception and we'll see yeah. how that plays out because that's a it's just a totally different type of action um yeah but yeah psychological yeah probably should wrap this up it's been almost an hour and 20 minutes so um yeah we'll we'll bring this one to a close yeah so um like we said at the beginning social medias you can we don't ha i don't we don't have one for the podcast if we may consider making one it's uh, coming soon okay okay cool um yeah. but for now you can find me at tradester8 on both instagram and twitter um and find you on yours again because i forget yours <laughs> at josh johnson 98 on instagram and josh j underscore 98 on twitter okay sick um yeah, yeah that should do it i i need a we need a catchphrase for the end of this like just just do what your gut says we all know what you want to do i just want my phone call